This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Felix Chevrolet, a.k.a. Bag of Tricks Cat, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Dextrous. So let's start with your host, Dexavia Josiah. Power up and game on. I'm Kronika, Keeper of Time. I guide the destiny of the realms. My work's perfection has been tainted by Raiden's actions. I enlist all those who disdain the current course of history. By merging past and present, we may draw upon allies from both eras. I offer a greater empire in the new era. Will your outworld armies defend it? They shall. Kodal Khan, we have common cause. Solving this temporal crisis, and in defeating Shao Kahn, I will have my scouts track Shao Kahn. Can't someone, anyone, explain to me what the hell is going on? Right? I've been in the future for a whole hour and I haven't seen one jetpack. Not one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and happy... In-game Eve, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are just a day away from the biggest weekend of possibly the summer, if not the year, and that is the premiere of Avengers Endgame, which we will definitely, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, talk about this Sunday on Talk Time Live. But right now, we got something else we got to talk about that's also huge, too. I mean, there's just a lot coming out this week. There's a hell of a lot coming out this week, but nothing bigger in the world of gaming then the premiere of Mortal Kombat 11. And I know Days Gone is out, and I, I gotta say it, I hate to be honest with you, but I'm sure it's, it looks like a great game, but it came at the wrong time because one of the biggest franchises ever in gaming came out this week, and most people, majority of people, are hot on this game. And we're gonna talk about why. Now, the question is, are they hot on all of the games? or every one of the installments as equally good in particular is the one for the nintendo switch actually good that's the question i've been getting for quite a few people that know now i was going to pick this up that has been eagerly waiting to find out whether it's good or not whether the reviews or whatnot are true we're going to talk about that and in fact that may be one of the only things i talk about on this uh, particular episode because there's not that much news going on aside from Endgame uh coming out this week by the way do not spoil that for anybody hell after after playing mortal kombat don't spoil that at least not for a week because <laughs> there's a lot going on there well again we'll talk about that on that as well i mean it's just a lot going on but i tell you what if any news i'm going to bring up this week in the world of gaming it's definitely uh, just a little small news going on for those who own Super Dragon Ball uh, Heroes World Missions. And that is Bandai Namco actually announced that the first free update is available now, which includes four new SR rank cards, four new stages, new mission modes, and more. They And, and, and when they say more... They have actually added the characters from the recent Dragon Ball Brawly movie that uh, we all loved and seen just recently. So that's awesome as well. If you haven't played this game, if you like, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, if you heard my review before, go out of your way to get that game. That game is absolutely awesome. It's one of the best car battling games I have ever had the chance to play in years. Not since, like I said, SNK versus Capcom card uh, fighters. That this game is just epic as hell and. It's just it's so addictive to play. I have, if not for my other games that I got to review and check out, I will be on it. And this is this will be this is officially one of my big go go to games 
you know, when I, when I don't have anything to play. This is definitely or frisly one of my go-to games. And also let you know that a free demo is available to anybody who's interested in checking this out. So if you own a Nintendo Switch, go out of your way to download the demo. Find out what we were talking about, and you will easily be addicted to this game. If you're Like I said, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, if you're a car battling fan, this is for you. Like... I hate the fact that they've kept this in a uh, in Japan for so long, and it's finally here. It's look, better late than never. I, I got to tell you, absolutely awesome. All right, let's not waste any time. We are going to get right down to this. I had to write a lot of notes in reference to this because, and I almost was I, I was really trying to figure out how I was going to do this, but I just realized I'm talking about not the game itself, but the game on the Switch, and. If you purchase this for the PS4 or the Xbox One, guarantee, no doubt, it's an awesome game experience. All of the Mortal Kombat's, all of the Injustice games have been all awesome on those platforms. PC, not really sure. Always hear they got trouble on PC when it comes to these type of games and the translations. So, screw them. But, um, the master race, my ass. But, um, nonetheless... The question begs, is it good on a Nintendo Switch? And I am here to tell you, it is absolutely great on the Nintendo Switch, ladies and gentlemen. I was skeptical for so long waiting for this, chomping at the bits. Did I waste $100 of my money to put onto this game? And, to the, and take note, I don't like getting freebies. I prefer not to get freebies at all because I've had many guests on the show different developers or whatnot on the show i don't ask them for it because i want my honest unbiased opinion and i don't like to be bribed i don't like to be you know encouraged or influenced in any kind i want to be naturally i want to have a natural expression and emotion about a game that i paid for that to me is the most ethical thing i could ever do for anybody that's listening and asking me about a game that I want to play, I'm not going to buy a game. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to get a free game. I'm not going to go after, you know, get like incentives for reviewing a game. No, I paying this out of pocket. That way, if it sucks, I'm going to be organically pissed about this game. So, and this is the situation. Now, if you follow this show for for a long time, I've re- I reviewed. What should have been one of my most favorite games to play, and that is WWE 2K18 last year. And on the Switch, for the first time, it was going to be on there. The Switch was early in the game. And we thought, like, okay, every every one of these other translated games are doing great. How? This has got to do great. This is awesome. We're getting a wrestling game. We're getting a WWE game on here. Usually does great. And... It really turned out to be one of the most disappointing experiences in the Switch history, and still just to this day so far. Mostly because of a lot. Of, there's a, there was a lot of things to it, but they their the lack of communication with with fans and 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 consumers and it just it was just so badly done. Like damage control was just not good. So then it was 2K19 that they kind of you know came back on it. In the threshold of things and you know took back their throne but they decided not to go on a nintendo switch for a good reason they were working with a company called blind squirrel and apparently that just wasn't a good fit and it didn't work out they finally patched it up a few times but it was still never to the level what we expect from this now turns out that nether realm is coming out what came out with was announcing that they were coming out with this one for the switch as well and i was like okay this is interesting now the realm has never really dropped a ball on these type of things and if they're going to do something best believe they're going to do it right especially with their association with warner brother games they don't want to mess that up at all and ed boom ed boone and mike boone um they have never done a bad job on their own franchises so it's only gotten better as time goes by but on a switch that's a big challenge and they those guys too also work with another company not blind squirrel but another company i forgot the name if i remember maybe next week or something i'm not even going to look that up but um they work with the outside group as well to make sure that it be that the game experience was just as fluid on the nintendo switch as it would be on the other ones and the biggest their biggest concern was frame rate they wanted to make sure that we had the same fast paced frame rate 
that others are getting to experience on the other consoles in, in the PC as well. And I am, man, I look, I, I'm so thrilled at what they did in NetherRealm and the entire team and the outside team that worked on this as well. I am so thrilled and happy of the results of what I've been playing. I'm, I've dissected this film, this game, film. It is technically kind of a, it's a very blockbuster, by the way. Um, I've, I've dissected the hell out of this game. It's not perfect by any stretch, but damn, it is a good game. And it's, it's one of those games where like, it's really, really good at, at the first run of it. It's going to be even better with a few updates and patches. That's how great it is. So I'm going to run down my notes of the pros and the cons. And unfortunately there is cons, but I'm telling you now, the cons do not outweigh it. The pros far outweigh the cons in this. So let's run it down, man. Uh, just absolutely, absolutely enjoy this on the Switch. Um, I had a great time, not only just enjoying this game on the Switch in handheld mode, but enjoying it on the go. Literally, I became one of those uh, those guys on the commercials that literally travel away to play this game. I took a 12-mile bike ride out into the outdoors just to oh, for one to, you know to keep in shape i like to bike ride and everything and you know burn a lot of calories before i eat stupidly but i traveled out to the outdoors just to play this game funny story there was a guy with his kid that was there and they were going on fishing and he saw me on uh, sitting at the table with the switch and he gave me this look at like you really messing my game up. I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to teach my kid the outdoors and, and natural life and get away from this games. And here you go with a switch. <laughs> then I'm like, Hey, sorry. At least I, I bike 12 miles to get up to this point to do it. So what are you going to say? But nonetheless, so I, I actually had a chance to, you know, play it and I'm, and I'm outdoors too. So it's offline territory. There's no internet territory. here, So I'm, I have no ability to get to the service to get any, you know of the in-game prizes or whatever that you get for beating a certain match or whatever so but i can tell you what the out the offline mode is just as good and i played the story mode and everything it's just absolutely awesome now the biggest thing like i said ed boone stressed that he wanted to, to worry about and focus on frames per second more than graphic power he still that's not to say that he was going to dumb down the graphics in the resolution or whatnot but that frame rate means a lot, especially when it comes to, you know, playing online. That is a big focus. So there had to have been a little bit of a sacrifice because I, in reality, the Nintendo Switch isn't as powerful as the PlayStation 4 Pro or the Xbox One uh, X or S or whatever the hell the upgrade is. It just It's just not that powerful. But don't underestimate the Nintendo Switch because some of the games that they're playing right now are direct translations from the playstation 4 or even a playstation 3 so it does have some significant amount of power just not nearly as much as you know the 4k style of graphics or anything so but what they have is still fairly good and in this case the graphic power for the game was diluted but it wasn't nearly as bad as i feared and i knew just coming in today we're going to do this uh, what are they going to really sacrifice? What are they going to do? Well, we saw a little bit of uh, a trailer for the Nintendo Switch version, and we saw how great this was, and people were really excited about it when they saw it. No, there was no bad any anything. As a matter of fact, when you go on Facebook and you saw the um, the icons, the like, the heart, the there was no laughing or any or angry icon here. It was just not. It was just people were really amazed. We finally got it, and it's surprisingly graphically really really good the other realm had to decrease the visuals with low resolution textures to allow the frame rate to go uh at the six, at 60 frames per second and they did this successfully without sacrificing too much of the of the uh, resolution and texture of it so you still see even though they it went down a peg you could definitely tell by some hair strands and, and textures of the hair strands and everything but Everything else, there's still a lot of detail, a lot of lighting, too much lighting, but that's because of the, the low resolution. Um, 
in some cases but you can see a lot of detail a lot of shine shadows all that stuff you can still see all that and then the frame rate is spectacular it's not just great it's spectacular on this handheld system i've been playing hours on in to this game and i'm so eager to want to play it after i finish this damn show to keep playing it and replay the story mode again which we'll talk about that shortly but um I, I was so impressed with this game. There was no, la at least for the offline mode, the story modes, the tower, the classic tower modes, there was no slowdowns, no lag times, none of that. There was none of that. I mean, it's not to say, like, again, it's not to say it was it was perfect, but majority of it is, is so on point. I was extremely happy and impressed with this whole entire thing. So, um, like I said, the, while the hair is a little bit frizzy, with some of the characters, you could definitely see the character models in definition. There's a lot of great definition in this game. It's it's really surprising. I uh, just really at all of this. Um, the frame rate, is, like I said, is fast paced. It, um, it really it just it's just a great experience. Uh, pulling off moves as good as you know the PS4 and the Xbox One. Very fluid, just as fluid. I mean, literally, because I I play on the PlayStation 4 as well. And I've played, before I even played this, I played, you know, Mortal Kombat X or XL before this to catch up with the story mode. And I'm playing this now virtually the same. Absolutely virtually the same. Every single move, there's, there's no lags in the control schemes. There's no lags in the movesets. There's no lags in the animation. Everything is just on point. It matches virtually with every other system that you ever play. Acts phenomenal. Um... I had no trouble pulling off special moves, combos, uh, fatalities, anything that I was ever to put in input, I would put, I input it in there. Uh, despite the differences in visuals, they managed to, you know, to transition from match to cutscene pretty pretty well. There was so, like a little little snag in between the cutscenes of the story mode, but nothing that you need to worry about. It, it's just, and in fact. The reason why I say it's nothing to worry about because I've seen that in like the PlayStation 4 version. There's some snags in the transitions. Uh, when I say snags, I also mean pretty much like the audio transition from the fight scene to, to the fighting match into the cutscene. I've seen that in Injustice 2. So that's been a reoccurring thing that that's happened a lot. So it's not just it's not a switch thing by any stance. I'm pretty sure that happens on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox version as well. So uh, audio also was great, as well as uh, no no syncing trouble during transitions of matches and cutscenes. You know, just everything was on point. And again, surprisingly here, really fast loading during offline and online modes. I had no trouble with loading time at all. It was really fast loading, and I'm very happy about this. Like I said, if you play WWE 2K18 on the Switch, loading time is crazy. Uh, and I'm, the reason why I'm comparing those two because the companies did the exact same thing in order to, you know, transition transition this into their into the Nintendo Switch system. They hired outside uh, outside companies to help you know do the transition of this system in and when you contrast and compare the two it's phenomenal like these guys have done a great job with this i've had absolutely no trouble uh again it's it, there's like a little bit of a bug or two in there but again it's one of those things where uh, like a patch or two down the road it's going to make this game even better is way more positives than negatives for this game. So let's talk about this epic blockbuster story. And if I, and in all cases, yes, the Switch version is phenomenal, in my opinion. So uh, this story, this continuing story from XL, I gotta say, off bat, it is one of the best stories of Mortal Kombat history. This, after playing the story mode on day one. And finishing it, I felt like I was watching a Marvel movie. I felt like I was watching the DC movie I wish I could have seen in the theaters. This was absolutely an awesome story here. And I'll break it down. I, and here's my thing. I will not spoil this movie. I will not talk about this. Maybe next week and down the line, I'll start bringing up things and referencing it or whatever like that. But it's such 
after watching this story, I had to go to my ACMG Facebook group and immediately say, do not talk about Mortal Kombat 11 because the things that are happening in this story are spoiler worthy. And I think... Like Endgame, everybody deserves to enjoy it for themselves. So I've given them a talk time limit of at least a week. So we'll talk about this in the, in the Facebook group next week. But right now, it's people got to enjoy this for themselves because there was a lot to enjoy in this game. So the story with this is that Kronika, or Kronika, whatever how you want to pronounce it, uh, who's Shinnok's mother, brings back characters from the past to rewrite. I'm sorry, rewrite of <laughs> the history that Raiden altered back in Mortal Kombat 9. She also has a hate for the Cage family, Johnny and uh, Casey, uh, for instance, because they defeated Shinnok in the last game. So she has a big vengeance and she does this hanging around a group of people that is going to help her along with this. So there's so many twists and turns in this game. Big shockers at the beginning, big twists and turns throughout the uh, game. And you will have to replay this game again because much like if you played Injustice, there's some things, some different things going on in this game that require you to play as certain people and you got to pick and choose between which person that you're going to play. So like if there's a chapter where it requires you to play as Scorpion or Sub-Zero, you got to pick the other. And then when you go through the game again, you pick the other person. Now... I haven't gone through the game a second time yet because it's just this week, but I went through the entire game the first time. Uh, I don't know if there's an alternate ending to this yet, so I don't, I can't tell you, but I'm telling you now what I saw was absolutely awesome. So I'm hoping for it because I know Injustice had an extra ending. Uh, Injustice 2, that is, had an extra ending on there too. So I'm thinking I'm, when I go to the second round of the storyboard, I'm, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen and what some of the changes is going to happen, if there's any in there but a lot of twists and turns and um great surprises and um great uh great surprises great moments and especially in my opinion if you're a fan of any of the characters and particularly one character the a major payoff is going to happen in this game that i thought i was hoping i was going to see but i not only did i see this payoff uh in this game but it superseded everything I was seeing in this um, in this game, and it was I absolutely enjoyed it. I, I came out screaming and hollering as if I was watching a Marvel movie, so it was really cool. Uh, Ronda Rousey was one of the biggest names that was talked about in this game as well. She plays Sonya Blade, and how well she was going to play this character. She's it's not her first rodeo. She's done movies before. She was in Expendables. She was in she's done a couple other movies. She was uh, and. Uh, with the last Fast and Furious movie, she's been in, uh, in the WWE for quite a while, so she she knows what she's doing. This was not like a Oscar-winning role for her to have to take on. This was a very fun project for her to do, and I thought she did pretty good. It wasn't anything she didn't really need to do as much. I thought she, you know, she plays the part right. She, I really believe that she thinks the part. She's a fan of the game, fan of the franchise. If you're a Ronda Rousey fan, then you know she's a gamer herself. So it really felt like she matched up really well. Um, now, was she better than the last Sonya Blade that played in the game? I don't think so. I did like the last voice of Sonya Blade. I thought she did a great job, but they want star power. So that's what they did. It happens. That's what they do. But with that said, Ronda Rousey did pretty good in this role. And she wasn't in there enough. She didn't have enough. Like she was in there fairly throughout the game, but not enough to overwhelm everybody else's role and i think everybody else had some great roles in there um speaking of roles there was talk a lot of talk about kevin conroy being in this game and apparently he's not he's not the voice of scorpion like everybody thought he was going to be in fact the original voice of scorpion is uh in this game and i'm i rather they haven't revealed it yet or not but i thought it was very interesting that he was not a part of this like everybody said and there was no there was like these reports in these in this game i mean the reports that were coming out were saying that he was definitely going to be on there and i looked at imdb and no he's not he's not anywhere near in this game at all in fact the guy who plays scorpion is ron yon who i believe was the original voice of scorpion in the first place and uh yeah he's not on the imdb listing at all everybody 
almost everybody else is in there. Uh, Phil Lamar is in there. He's playing Kodo Khan. Steve Bloom is back as Sub-Zero. Troy uh, Baker is back as uh, Enron Black. That man can do no wrong. I swear. Uh, you know, so they got... I. You know what? The... The list on this game is not the list of uh, people in this game is not. It's the same as what we all expect, but not nearly as blockbuster as what I thought. In fact, uh, Carl Weathers played Jax on the last game, but he's not on this game. But with that said, the guy who played Jax on this version, I thought he was absolutely awesome. He did such a great job in this game. And let me see if I can get him if they have him on here, because. It was a it was a really really great performance. Uh, William Christopher Stevens did the voice of uh, Jax, and I thought his role in this game and everything that was going on with Jax was so good. It, it was so compelling. Um, everything that he was going through, um, I don't want to say too much. It was going on too, but since the last events, he's been traumatized. He's been going through some sort of trauma that he's dealing with and um and, and he talk about it in the beginning of the game too but it just it branches out throughout the rest of the game the story is just really well fleshed out direction is great the character development is great the story development is great everything connects and there's a full circle moment at the very end it's just so freaking good anyone sad or mad at the events of mortal kombat 9 will be slightly surprised guaranteed um it, it's just it's really it's really cool i you this is probably one of their best ones yet. This is saying a hell of a lot because Injustice 2 was absolutely phenomenal as well. They stepped it up. NetherRealm is really kicking it in its gear. And I think this has the means of being the fighting game of the year again. Like every time NetherRealm comes out, it's no doubt. They like Injustice 2 was uh, fighting game of the year, I believe, the year that it came out too. I don't see anything competing. Like I know Samurai Showdown is coming out in June, but I really really doubt that that game as good as that game looks from a playability standpoint it may be good i don't think they'll be able to do with nearly i'm sorry i don't know what they if they'll be able to do anywhere near as what they've done with mortal kombat and uh it just another realm in general because they they don't just make a fighting game they make a blockbuster and that is saying a lot that is saying an awful lot. They also got great new characters in this game as well. With over 25 characters, plus more DLC characters coming soon. And there's been a lot of rumors as to what those characters are. One of which has been said to be the Joker. Despite the fact that if you go to Ed Boon's Twitter page, he has Mortal Kombat 11 logo in the middle of his banner. One side is Scorpion. The other side is Batman. I don't know if that is throwing us off at any case, but we don't we don't know. We don't know. But there's a heavy a lot of, there's a heavy rumor that my wishes will be filled as everybody's saying spawn is coming. I hope that's the case. Also, Ash from The Walking Dead, Bruce Campbell. That's actually a good fit too. Uh, I'm I'm hoping for this. I really, really hoping for this, but we'll see. So the new characters, they got three new characters. Garrus, who is literally one of my favorites uh, right now, the collector. And Centrion. Basically, they are like the Dark Order in this, you know, group. For like the Infinity Wars Dark Order uh, in his group, which is Kronika's kind of a legion of people that are fighting with her to help uh, change time and balance time. Or what she believes is balance in time. Uh, basically, the, uh, they, are forced, they are forced to be reckoned in the game both in character and moveset. They work alongside Kronika to assure the balance of time in this thing. Garrus, who is... It, I love this character. I love what they did with this character. He's an artificial construct. At the beginning, they, he claimed him to be a Goro character. He, he really is the new Goro uh, character in this game. But I think he is way more powerful than Goro. Uh, and in fact, he's a beast. His moveset is crazy. He can control time and space. And every time he is killed... He comes back to life even stronger. So technically, he's part Saiyan <laughs> in this case. Centrion is a goddess of virtue, the guardian of life, and Shinnok's sister. She provides a wide range of elemental attacks. And a collector, just a dude with like six arms and just able to just tear you to limb with them. But he is a outworlder that used to work for Shao Kahn, and he's a thief. But now he's working alongside these guys to help collect 
and, and gather everything they need to get, um, you know, help Chronica. But all of them are great as far as character and gameplay. They're absolutely great. And speaking of gameplay, <laughs> you can't get any deeper than this game when it comes to the gameplay. It, they give you a choice of two different movesets per character, plus your ability to customize your own moveset when you do the customization mode as well. So uh, that's a one little feature that they have, which is something common for most Mortal Kombat games. They also have Fatal Blow, uh, which is an awesome, awesome, amazing and easy to pull off move that actually, when done, it takes a lot of energy from your gauge. It, it you know, it's a, it's really like you got to time it around. Uh, you can actually use it once per match, and which means that you have to be strategically as possible. It was kind of like last year's or the last two years version of the X-ray mode, but. What difference is this time around you could only use it once and you know at the, at the original two games you could only you could use it twice to do that so that's one thing they also have what is called the brutal uh move too the brutal move is like their new kind of their new x-ray mode so at any time in a match you can use you like you could use one of your normal moves rather uppercut or a really hard kick and that also takes a lot of energy from them too. It changes the way of your, it changes your entire aspect of the match. Because if you get hit one of these things, your energy is going to be taken down like 30, maybe like almost 30% of your energy is going to be taken down from this. So you got to really step up because you got hurt hard. And that's kind of cool because it really gives a, a kind of real fight aspect to it. Like say if you got a liver kick, or you got punched in the, in, the, in the side or the kidney or whatever like that, you're not going to be you're going to be breathing heavier. You're not going to have the same stamina as you used to. So they kind of played on that, and I like how they did that part right there. Uh, once again, Nether Realm allows you to tag up to ten moves in the game. So if you go into the actual option mode and you look up the move set, if you can't remember a move, you can hit the tag button, uh, whatever button that is per whatever game system that you're using, and you can lock in that move and it'll show up on the screen making it easier for you to help to pull off and it doesn't overwhelm the entire screen either they did it in a way that's very subtle uh which is cool and you just put it in there until you actually start conditioning yourself to remember how these moves work because there are a hell of a lot of moves and for per character in this game and of course the fatalities which we all seen them prior to the game's release a lot of fun to pull off and very user friendly as well so the gameplay also rocks um each this was the great part that i love the and i think you could tell that they put a lot of detail into this part of it too each of the returning characters in mortal kombat have new and improved moves which helps you actually which actually helps you to develop the character more uh in their personal story so I, I, and I realized this more on Kodo Khan. I realized this in Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and especially Cassie. Where if you played last year's game or the year before, if you played any of those games and you see that there's a evolution in the character based on their moveset, Cassie now uses, you know, more tech. She's kind of like a tech uh, geek in this case where instead of using her actual you know hereditary mystic ability like 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 johnny does she relies on using drones and guns and all types of other tech which i was kind of frowned upon on the last game because she it just didn't appear to be a little a lot fun but she's now using integrating her powers and using tech at the same time she's a lot more fun to play this time around and i believe as she was in the last game I like her moveset a lot more this time. It's a balance between her powers and the guns and the tech and everything that she used. So I, I really like what they did with her. And it really shows how much she has grown since the last game. Sub-Zero and Scorpion as well. They now have new you know, moves in their repertoire as well. Plus, you could, again, like I said, for customization, you can pick even more moves, uh, sets to be added on and enter them, you know, add them to the slots. I don't know how many slots you're awarded to in this game or whether you're able to get more through upgrading and getting all the gears and items but nonetheless i said it's a really great thing koto Kanet is really good i i like playing him before in xl but this time i really really like him because for some reason 
he now turns into a panther. A Aztec panther. When the hell was he able to do that? And why couldn't he do that in the last game? But I'm happy that he could do that now. He is awesome. Kodo, I always liked the Kodo Khan character when he premiered last year. And I was waiting for him to get a chance to uh, fight the uh, Shokan. And you're definitely going to see that. It's, it's inevitable for them not to do this in there. So that's not really a spoiler thing. That's like, you know that it's going to happen. So especially considering what the storyline is as well. And bringing back all the older characters and the new characters. And, you know, manipulating and altering time the way they're doing. So... That is, I, Koto Khan is really one of my favorites. And Phil Lamar, uh, who I had the chance to beat last year, was absolutely uh, awesome. And, it, and he's, he's always awesome. I love this dude. Uh, just amazing. He's such an amazing talent. During the gameplay, you can pull off the Brutal, which I was talking about. And that was the... Um, that is the move that I was telling you about that you can... You know, that takes away a lot of your energy, too. So, that... that I, I believe when they start doing tournaments for this game... That's going to be a game changer right there, the Brutals, because it's one thing to be able to do the Fatal Blow, but hitting, getting hit on the side or, or the chin with a Brutal hit, yeah, that's going to play a factor in, in the gameplay of other people, and especially if, they, if there's a true way of actually mastering that, that's trouble. I hope that it's not. I hope that it's just random. And out of nowhere, somebody can really find out how it just pops up and somebody just damaged them and they can really get on them. Because I think that'll change the dynamic of things that in strategy and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping on that for there. So there are plenty of other modes in here, too. Not just the story mode, of course. There's also fight mode in here. I mean, there's tons. Um, of course, NetherRealm, every NetherRealm fighter has multiple uh, amounts of things to do, including story tower of time which puts you puts you actually in a tower you know your traditional classic tower but in diff with different stipulations and or modifiers uh to earn every you know very special items uh not in the normal tower modes these items are for a limit of time much like you've seen in uh injustice 2 and mortal i believe mortal kombat xl had that too there, uh, there was a recent issue with the Tower uh, Time events. Uh, and now it even was. It is a recent issue right now with the Tower Time uh, events in NetherRealm, um, which they have addressed. And we're going to talk about that in a minute because that's uh, that was a big. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. But they quickly addressed it, and we're going to talk about that uh, for sure. Classic Tower modes allowing you to play through with different characters to retrieve. Uh, or sorry, to to receive an exclusive ending and unlocking the collectible items for each character. Now, the cool part, this is your normal thing for Mortal Kombat 2 because when they got the main story mode of everything that's going on, here's, you get the chance to play a what-if story mode with all of them as well. So it's really cool to talk about, to find out what happened to the other ones. Now, there's been, I just found out that there's a slightly... There's a group of people that are slightly bitching about Jax's end storyline. First of all, it's a what-if storyline. Two, it's a fictional thing. Three, this was written by Ed Boon and his cast. They approved of this. Ed Boon is, as far as I know, Caucasian. I don't know if he's mixed with anything else, but he approved of this. Jax's ending, there's a controversy about his ending because of him going back in time and you know, spoiler alert, by the way, um, for just for this one, he goes back in time and frees slaves. And some people are going to cry about it. That's on them. Whatever. If you list, look at third, first of all, people always want to just cry and bitch about everything. And it's there's uh, one thing to make a complaint. There's one thing to make an argument. But. People do it so loosely to a point that they don't look thoroughly at the situation. And in Jack's situation, why wouldn't you want to free slaves? Why wouldn't you want to take over a thing? You know, and, and I get it. That's his view. That's his view. There are other cryptic views in this as well. And I'm not saying his is cryptic, but in a sense, but he basically, that's what he done. He went back in time to free slaves to make it an equal environment for everybody to be able for people to be able to live freely i had no problem with this and boone had no problem with this that's the way he did it i am more happy that he did so it's just it's a what if at best there you go so 
Uh, there's also crypt mode as well. Of course, there's always a crypt mode. This one I love. I really, really enjoy what they did with this. Uh, this version of crypt provides a new dungeon explorer experience with a sort of a kind of a new character. I, he's just like a dungeon dweller, pretty much. But he looks that looks like a ninja going into a dungeon that is greet, which is also greeted by Shang Soon. Great part about this Shang Soon is played by none other. Then the iconic actor, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa. That name sounds familiar. He is the original Shang Tsung from the 1995 Mortal Kombat film by New Lime Cinema. The One of the major reasons, one of many major reasons, but one of the major reasons why that movie was so hot was because of him and his portrayal as Shang Tsung. And he also reprised that role on Mortal Kombat Legacy as well. So he's continuing it off again. And actually, this time around, what's cool is that this version of Shang Tsung looks like Shang Tsung. And if you've already heard, he is automatically, he ought to, he will be a character, uh, one of the DLC characters in uh, Mortal Kombat 11 as well. as well-deserved. Uh, big part of this uh, series. And yeah, he's part of the reason why that movie was so successful back then. I just watched that movie, I think the day of or the day before. And that movie, I don't know why, it still holds up. You know it's cheesy. You know it's kind of campy. Not worse. It's nowhere near as bad. As, it's nowhere near as bad as Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I said it. But it still holds up. Grow and the puppetry and all that stuff. It really does hold up pretty well. I'm really surprised at that. Um, interesting thing. Earning money through towers in story mode allows you to open chests uh, and unlock various items. You're very familiar with this in that mode. So that's crypt mode right there. Fight mode. Allows you to play local and online matches. Customize, which we talked about briefly, uh, allows you to customize each character with multiple skins and gear items you unlock in the game, as well as story mode. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, in the game, to make your own version of each character, each item provides a different effect to help the get to help give the character a more strategic advantage when fighting in a match. I gotta say, if you haven't realized this, and I, I just caught on to this. If you're wondering why, because if you remember playing Injustice 2, because they were the first ones to do the customization thing, that when you beat a match in story mode, you also showed you what you've earned and what pieces that you have. You got to, for this particular game, you got to go into a different option to get all of that gear and the gear items that you were awarded to during the story mode. So if you find it too hard to get it in Tower of Time, you actually did and played through the story mode. You actually did earn some items for your for your characters to be customized. It's just under a different option, and it doesn't really tell you that. So, uh, I stumbled onto it myself, just in case some other uh, some of you other guys out there may have not noticed that as well. Uh, also, they have a mode called Learn, which is, of course, your training mode. It has practice, tutorial, and fatality training as well. So you could. You know, the thing about the fatality training, if you go online to find out how to do the new, the hidden fatalities, the bad thing is it doesn't automatically unlock once you do it, just like he did uh, with the previous games. Because if you unlocked a hidden fatality, it automatically unlocks and you'll be able to see it in your option move list. No, you got to unlock that in, in, you know, like crypt mode for some reason. So, Unfortunately, that's not a thing anymore either. Now, that is all the pros that I have. The cons that I have is that there are minor audio and video breaks within the transition of the cutscenes. Like I said, it's very minor. It doesn't hurt the game at all. But again, this is something that doesn't, it's not a Switch thing. I guarantee that happens on the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox version because it used to happen during Injustice 2. So this is a NetherRealm thing at best. Uh, if you put your game into sleep mode on a Nintendo Switch, this is for Nintendo Switch owners, Take up, update your sleep mode option to maybe 10, 20, or 30 minutes. Because what happens, is, especially if you're playing on, if you're playing, I, don't, I can't speak for the, the story mode, but if you're playing the classic tower mode or the tower of time and, you, and it goes to sleep on you, once you put it back, you're automatically cut offline. Your connection offline is cut, and that means it'll take you back to the select screen to get back online. Not only that, you won't be able to get any award rewards that you were uh, owed 
during if you play offline from that point. So that's something I'm like, uh, maybe they should fix that. But in all seriousness, a lot of it too is that you have to probably put your your game on uh, tower or on your tower, your deck, uh, your dock. Uh, on your actual dock or you just have to change the options for your sleep mode to 30 minutes in order to for you to still be online so do consider that as well uh the brutal difficulty and a tower of time mode is insane like when did medium become the new very hard if you go and, and this was something that this has been the big talk that has been talked about all over the place. Like, I'm not the only one that's mentioned it. It's been talked about all the time throughout the internet, and now NetherRealm has addressed it. Not only that, the, the way that everything was structured, it was felt like your normal game that you find online, those online freemiums, and they make the game so hard where they force you to go into microtransaction form and pay for the currency to get the stuff that you need and there's a lot of things to get in here for you to have to be forced to not even to get beat so bad that it's like i don't want to play this anymore i'm just gonna buy it but if you do that you're gonna be spending a lot of cash according to a newsweek article they stated that it costs it could cost up to six thousand dollars to reach 100 percent completion of the game items if you go that route that's how bad it's been like everybody has realized that this the difficulty level is extremely high when it's just just for a medium level that should be like i can speak for myself i know other people as well been you know those who've been playing uh playing fighting games for years we know the difference between you know very easy easy medium hard and very hard that medium is hard if not damn near very hard when playing it they don't admit to it but it really felt like that they set it to a higher ai medium should not feel like that medium has never if you go back in in mortal kombat xl you put it on medium setting it is not that hard nowhere near that hard if you go to injustice or injustice 2 or mortal kombat 9 not that hard on medium you go to dc universe versus mortal kombat not that hard a medium man i pr- i swear to goodness that thing beat the living crap out of me and at, at some point i was just like no this can't be right and lo and behold look online everybody's going through this and everybody's discovering this at the same time so kudos to all you gamers who smartly detected and spoke out on that as well so they also said that it would take up the four hours which is like Nine, like to um, let me put it like this four hours to gain 760 time crystals. Now, time crystals are the in game currency that you earn to buy the gear items for your character. The grinding in this thing was crazy, the grinding in this thing is absolutely insane. Four hours or 190 time crystals per hour earned for that. Ed Boone did speak out on this. Uh, and said that the grinding uh, they uh, that he acknowledged the grinding issue and he said that he, there is a patch that will troubleshoot the issue and then furthermore later on NetherRealm the the staff at NetherRealm who normally does this uh, combat cast on Twitch they announced that as well they acknowledged the issue now they didn't say I am sorry I apo- we apologize technically they did but without saying it and this is a corporate thing for some reason there is a rule a unwritten rule in corporate especially when it comes to doing damage control that they are never to apologize (laughs) to you at all but they'll reconcile the situation or they'll troubleshoot the situation but most likely unless it's like a situation of racism or of any kind or any type of hate crime or whatever they will not apologize for situ- for damage control situations what they will do is reconcile in some for you know way without it's say is doing it without saying it and in this case since they acknowledge it they have agreed that they're going to increase now they're going to work on hard uh, a new patch that is going to increase money earned when fighting and more they claim to hopefully have this by this week or early next week 
they also noted that they're going as an apology, as a sorry or not sorry, but sorry, you know, thing. NetherRealm is going to give away a lot of coins, in particular, 500,000 coins, 500 hearts, 1,000 souls, 1,000 time crystals, and more as in a quote-unquote apology for the grinding issue in Tower of Time. They're also talking about that they're going to tweak it as well. Um, they're going to tweak the difficulty level as well. In certain cases, not all of them, but in certain towers, it should not be that hard. It should absolutely not be that hard at all. And I'm glad that they addressed this. They quickly addressed this. And hopefully, and this is not just the Switch. This is for all the systems. Every one of them. Which leads me to believe I, I can't fathom that they didn't realize that what they were doing. They claimed on the Twitch uh, announcement that they were in no means looking to try to force people to get in at purchase, nor will they ever do. If you played Injustice 2, if you played Injustice 1, if you played Mortal Kombat XL, which also has, you know, an in-game, and that purchasing an air for extra coins and credits and everything, if you want to do that, optional. And you played the difficulty levels in those games. And you played their tower modes or their, you know, or their universe modes or whatever it is. Which allows you to get extra, you know, items and all that stuff. You know, especially in Justice 2, it was never that hard. Never, ever that hard to get through summer. Some of them were meant to be hard, to be more challenging. That's one thing. But there are other ones in here. It's like, come on. One of the, the manager who spoke on, on that Twitch uh, once said... He, he made it claim that it was, you know, they he personally has a higher skill than most, which is absolutely true. That just, no heart is no denying that. This dude helped develop the game. He's been playing it nonstop. I'm sure he has a, high, a way better, you know, skill level than the most. But I still, for you, to, for you guys to think that selfishly, upon yourself to not think of the casual fans that just want to play and be able to enjoy the game in a casual way and still earn the some of the items that they earn some things i agree and i've said this before some things you have to work for it other things you just want to be able to have and enjoy you want to have some challenge but you want to enjoy the game i hated the fact that they had an e-league mindset to this thing and no you can't expect everybody to have an E-League level mindset or skill level playing this game. That's absurd. You got to remember, you're working, you also have a casual fan base that loved the franchise for years. Not to a point that they want to play it like a sport, but to a point that they want to enjoy the game, enjoy the story, which you can. The great thing about it is that, yes, you can enjoy the story on very easy or easy. Easy is very challenging too. You can enjoy the game on the classic combat using very easy you can enjoy the story mode and very easy and still enjoy all of that so but for those who you, like, you got all these items you got over hundreds and hundreds of items to customize your uh your characters and that you want to check out and you want to be a part of you want to play but you can't get them because they're so damn hard so yeah it, it's just i don't know they claim that it wasn't intentional it just Everything that's about it, it just felt was. But again, they resolved it. More kudos to them. They had given us, you know, apology coinage and currency, which is great. This is the type of thing that they're giving it. I felt like they should have given us already, to, especially to those who already got the season pass. This is like a good Kickstarter type of package like you would in certain other games to get this. But, um, you know, it is what it is. So hopefully we'll see the patch tomorrow or next week but the patch will be coming very soon and shortly and hopefully that will take that will add on to the more to the fun that i have for this game so overall despite the slight decrease in resolution for the switch it doesn't take away from the fun and impact everyone involved put together and everybody in netherrealm and the other group commendable definitely commend themselves for what they have done i absolutely commend them for all that they have done here is absolutely awesome uh this is a great game on the go that gives you all of the content you expect from the two powerhouse consoles that being the playstation 4 and the xbox one uh it's, it's i don't understand why you couldn't if you're a big fan of mortal Kombat, you got the home version 
and you got a switch you want to play it on the road this game is for you the online matches do have do have lag time on there i do want to point that out uh some of the some of the tower of time matches which is online based as well I believe there was some lag in the beginning so that's something i hope they patch up as well and get that together so uh but otherwise the offline mode no lag times at all and everything um they will need to work on it but i think a patch or two will make this game an even better experience but it's so much good in this game than it is bad and it, that i love it uh if you're not a, if you're a fan of the graphic power uh that is shown on the other two definitely go out of your way to get the playstation 4 version and the xbox the xbox one version you won't go wrong but and however if you don't have a big hang-up on minor graphic limitations, you will have every bit as fun with this version as you would the others, especially if you are not an online gamer, <laughs> by far. If you love this, if you love the game so much, why not buy both and have it on the road? Because that, honestly, I, I'm not a big hang-up on it. Because of how actually good the graphics in here is, I don't mind just having this one myself in particular. I, I can stick with the Switch version and not have to get the other one because I know it's great, but the the graphics, the, the low resolution and, and um, the definition, it's not nearly as bad. It's really more, way more better than I, way more better than I thought it was. I'm very impressed with what they were able to do with this game. So I'm cool with the uh, Switch version only for me. I don't need to get the actual, because uh, it will only be for the graphic upgrade. That's it, and it's like, I think the one in the uh, Switch is enough for me to do. I have no trouble with that one. Uh, it's awesome. So, overall, I would say right now, it's a definite B+. I think if they, with the patches and everything, it may, I would even up it to like an A-. But, is this a perfect game? No. Is this the best game on the Switch? No. But this is another reason why you should get a Switch. If you're a fighting game fan, there's a ton of fighting games on the Switch. You know this because you listen to the show many a times. And absolutely, this is just another notch in the gun of Nintendo. And I know Nintendo is very happy. In fact, I did see that they did send out a uh, shout out to NetherRealm for bringing it to the Switch. It is absolutely awesome. They're making a lot of cash off of this. And what else did it say? Go out there and get it, people. Definitely. That will do it for this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I hope this was enough information for you to go out and get it yourself. I spoke to a client of mine who wanted to know about it. I gave him a little bit tidbit. This should give him the more reason to get it now. So this Sunday, what else is there to say, people? Avengers Endgame. This is it. This is absolutely it. This is the final road. We've waited this long. Hopefully, nobody has spoiled it. Hopefully, nobody is a stupid sexless geek <laughs> that decided that they wanted to spoil it for everybody just to look cool when in fact it's not. But we're getting to this road. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to review this. I believe I got my good friend Joe Rinaldi that will be with me talking about this movie as well. He's going to see it this weekend as well of course as i will and we will talk about what we thought of it and what does this mean for the future of marvel studios and the marvel cinematic universe so stay tuned for that as more thank you guys for supporting us as always shout out to my clients uh zapina zapenda De, uh, shine davis one of my clients she just uh started or evolutionized her events planning uh company and i which i was happy to help brand that company as well you guys can go out to shining moments events.com and check it out there if you're getting married if you have a big special event she is the one for you also another shout out to my other client cecilia genier who if you're in the philadelphia area you're in for a treat coming to a food truck near you she is a great French Creole chef, and she is going to be making you some of the finest spring rolls, amongst other things, as she has her company rolling with the springs, or rolling with the springs for that matter. The great New Orleans taste is coming to Philadelphia very soon, and uh, I've already got some great feedback from people. I've taste tested it myself. My God, lobster, crab rolls, and spring rolls. Chicken parmesan spring rolls. Cheesecake spring rolls. Trust me, you're going to need to find this woman somewhere in philly she's going to be in a lot of food expos soon so shout out to her as well uh just i'm very happy with the people that is going to be in our 
you know, in our Philly area representing as well. Please keep checking us out. You can follow me at Dex Avery Josiah on Instagram. You can check us out on the ACMG Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ACMG one. You can also check out this show on talktimelive.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, and YouTube. Check us out. Keep supporting us. And thank you so very much for the support. Ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for myself. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here. Talk to you on Sunday.